Welcome to BizBytes, brought to you by Com Together, helping businesses like yours build their brand through telling amazing stories to engage and grow audiences on multiple platforms. Well, hello everyone, and welcome to another edition of BizBytes. And I have an amazing guest with me today. I've got to know this guest a little bit over the last couple of years, and. Um, She's back from jet-setting around the world, and I'm so glad she's taking some time to be on the program. Rebecca, hello, and welcome to BizBytes. Thank you so much, Anthony. Yes, I have spent a few weeks travelling recently, um, but as we were discussing earlier, unfortunately, being in business sometimes means you have to play and work at the same time, and the same is with travel, travel and work at the same time. Getting that balance is interesting, isn't it? It absolutely is. But I think before we go on and explore some of that further, why don't you uh, introduce yourself properly and tell everyone about the amazing businesses that you have? <laughs> Hi, my name's Rebecca Cribben. Um, I'm a human, a mother, <laughs> a partner, a business owner and a boss amongst other things, of course. And over the last 12 years, my team and I have looked after 1,200 short-term rentals. So we look after, I suppose you would call them Airbnbs, but I don't want to call them Airbnbs. Um, we call them short-term rentals for owners who don't want to get involved. So we do everything right from the um, listing on the various websites like Airbnb, booking.com and stays, and we look after the cleaning, the bookings, the money, and manage everything and take all the stress away from a property investor that wants to short-term rent their property. So after the 12, uh, sorry, over those 12 years, Anthony, we've looked after a half a million guests and helped them create fabulous holiday memories. Um, and we've taken over a hundred million dollars worth of bookings. So it's been a bit of a, um, been a bit of an interesting ride for me. Um, I've been lucky enough to build a profitable business and after those 12 years now, I'm just venturing in, which I think you and I discussed, into the training and coaching environment to share some of the lessons that I've learnt um, the hard way, many of them, um, mm -hmm. over the last 12 years with fellow um, short-term rental managers and also fellow business owners. So that's where I'm at at this moment in time and that's what I've done over the last 12 years. I've also raised two beautiful children who are now um, adults and managed to do that um, and run a business at the same time with some sort of work-life balance. No mean feat. Uh, and and um, those numbers are, are staggering in, in, um, in terms of the businesses and the people that you've accommodated um, over over that extended period of time, and 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 I guess the interesting thing about all of that, of course, is that um, you know twenty plus years ago, this wasn't even a possibility of a business, really, was it? Because it's you know the likes of Airbnb have completely transformed the way we think about um, using our houses. Yeah, they sure have, and obviously one of the biggest challenges we've got moving forward in the industry is regulation, because we're being seen or the short term rental properties are being seen as competitors to residential rentals and the rental crisis uh, obviously is relevant and existing at this moment in time. So you know, we're seeing that that's probably what's going to provide the biggest challenge to the industry moving forward and 
Um, you know, I don't have the answers, but um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Airbnb and, you know, how they can help um, us as an industry provide, you know, holiday destinations for um, and short-term accommodation, of course, are both required, um, not only just to holiday, but to stay when you're working or stay when you're in between houses or the like and ensure that the Australian um, you know, people have somewhere to live. It's an interesting challenge. It absolutely is. It's it's um and, and I think it's just made us rethink the way we would, you know, go and take accommodation, the way we would use our accommodation. And you're right, it's it's um, you know, all levels of government are starting to um crack down on this to some extent, aren't they? And I think there's there's a there's a bunch of issues. It's it's consideration for neighbours as well with people coming and going and, um, you know, that's that that sense of security as well, uh, you know, is also is also an issue. We don't have a lot of problems with that, which is great. We've, I think people have really have, have come a long way. A few years ago we used to have some troubles with noisy neighbours, but I guess your guest can be just as noisy as your neighbour if you get a bad neighbour and they stay forever and guests only stay for a couple of days. So... There's some, there's some balance to be found in that as well, <laughs> as well. Isn't it? I mean, I think that's the thing too, though, isn't it? That, that people that are looking for uh, accommodation and it, it's it's not always about looking for, um, well, it's probably rarely looking about it as a place to as use as a party house. You know, most of the time people Never, are looking as, really. a, as a destination, isn't it, for something very particular. Yeah. I think if, they, if it's yeah. a party, if they're looking for a party house, then they're actually looking for something quite different. Yeah, they are. And we, well, I mean, don't get me wrong, we get the very, very occasional one. But, you know, over those years, we've probably taken 65,000 bookings. And I think there's been maybe three to five parties where we've had to shut it down. And you know, people are noisy, though. Don't get me wrong. They're excited. They're away. They're meeting up with friends they haven't seen for a while. They sit on the back deck and they talk until one o'clock in the morning. But it's you know, all the stories um, about people destroying houses are very few and far between. And in fact, uh, you know, as I said, with sixty five thousand bookings, we've never had a house destroyed. Touchwood, you know. Yeah. And and, uh, and and I think that's I think what's really interesting about what you do is is you're dealing with people all the time. It's it's that there's it's and and people that are in a uh, more often than not going away for a reason that is uh, fun. Um, yeah, you know, makes it, it, it interesting. I mean, yes, I suppose there's. And we an don't want to be the fun police. We no, don't want to be it, the fun police. Exactly, and 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 it's really and I think that there'd be barely anyone around these days who's not tried. Um, you know, an Airbnb at least, and and um, sure. and I think that's the difference, isn't it? It's it's people are becoming more respectful and understanding of it because I I personally remember the before Airbnb was a thing. Um, I can't think of how many years ago this was. Now it's probably probably about uh, probably fifteen years ago, maybe maybe even a bit more. We um, were going um, to Paris for a wedding, um, and we were looking for accommodation and we found it online and we stayed in someone's apartment. We did, we stayed in what now would be considered an Airbnb style uh, accommodation. And we had a fabulous time. Um, and it was, you know, if I think back on it, 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 there was nothing that they did 
that is different to what is being done today. Um, but it was quite rare to do that. And it was because we were going for a wedding and there wasn't really um, hotels in the areas that we needed to stay and everything. That was the that was the option that we had. And we had a fabulous time. And I think that's the thing is, yeah. is yeah. it changes the way you, you holiday because you're staying um you're st- you're often staying in areas that are not where hotels are and you feel like a local yes. particularly if you're if that's if you're going overseas or into areas that you haven't been before yeah you live like you can live like a local and you know you've got your own kitchen um you know numerous people can stay together you know we've got some we've got some properties many properties that sleep 10, 12, 14, 16, 18 people. Um, and you just can't create the same sort of atmosphere and the same sort of experience if you're staying in six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 hotel rooms. It's just not the same. So, you know, I, I'm, I love what I do because we're helping people create memories that they'll have forever. And... Uh, in my opinion, a holiday in a short-term rental um, create has the potential to create better memories than a holiday in a hotel. You know, so uh, uh, absolutely, lovely. I absolutely hear you, and it, it is. It's it's it is a very different kind of um, experience, and that's not for everybody. But um, but it certainly is one that um, has a you know, a lot of benefits. I know, you know, even just um, over the uh, beginning of the year period, uh, we went away and stayed in um, someone's house that had a pool and all of the accommodation that we needed in an area that we wanted to be in, um, you know, which was quite different to the people that were staying in hotels and living that Mm -hmm. hotel lifestyle. Um, We had the, um, you know, we had the, the whole place to ourselves, which was fantastic. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, and but you know I still stay in hotels. Um, there, there's appropriate times for that as well. Absolutely, absolutely. There def there definitely is. Uh, it's not like we're it's not like hotels are disappearing. There's there's plenty of room for both in the market. Um, I agree with you. I wanted to ask you though about um, where it all began, even before before this business and and into the training and other things, because you've had sort of a really interesting career progression. So so take me back to, I guess the the young Rebecca. Um, where was okay. it? Where, where was the? Um, where, where where was it that you imagined your career going in the early days, and how was that journey? I did a bachelor of business. Um, on the advice of my father that um, being in business was a good thing. So, and he was a businessman and I I did that. And after I left university, um, which surprisingly I got through without failing anything because I did have a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> sometimes you do. Come on, that's what university that? is Absolutely. For. Yeah, so my advice to um, anyone that's listening, <laughs> that is, you know, at a university, enjoy it while it lasts because it's the best time of your life. Um, and um, so I left uni and I got into um, finance and telecommunications. So I worked in corporate um, and that's a good background and a good lesson too that I can reflect on um, is to have, you know, 
the experience of working in big corporate environments. I worked um, in sales and then in customer service and then moved into the call centre environment. So um, from a telesales or telemarketing and customer service perspective in both finance and telecommunications. Um, and then I, I did that and moved to England, actually, and worked in England for a while, again, in corporate. And then I jumped into um, a consulting role in call centres. Um, so going in and reviewing was sort of the time when call centres were transitioning from customer service centres into more technology-based um, businesses uh, where the businesses started to be run more by technology than they ever had before and they required different um, skill sets from their, the teams that worked within them um, to, to shore up the fact that they were using the technology to the best of their ability and keeping costs um, where they needed to be. So, And then I had a, a baby and that sort of changed my life. Um, as it does. From that, yeah, as it does. Um, but I still wanted to work and I still wanted to um, have a career, but I decided that the career in corporate with a baby just wasn't for me. Um, and I returned to Australia with my one-year-old um, and I went to work in the family business. So, and that was car dealerships, funnily oh. enough. So um, I, I worked in a, um, and was the general manager for our family car dealership where we sold new and used cars in the Holden, Nissan, Mitsubishi and Suzuki franchise environment. And that was an interesting um, an interesting ride for, I think, five or six years. Um, and then I stepped one rung only up the ladder from a car dealer to a real estate agent um, <laughs> from the bottom to the second bottom. I believe, <laughs> as far as reputation was concerned. Um, I don't know, nobody likes a car dealer and they like don't like real estate agents either, or they didn't. I think the market, the, the perception is changing. Um, and when we, we sold our, our car dealerships, so I've done a few business sales, um, sold the car dealership and then moved into real estate um, and then sold a real estate agent agency and moved into full-time short-term rental management so that the transitions happened um, and when we sold the car dealership I had no idea what I was going to do um, and I had small small children very small children and I someone said to me well why don't you start a real estate business and I thought well, okay I can sell houses I'd never sold a house in my life and so I set that up and we sold and then we sold properties and then we rent we got into renting properties um just normal standard permanent residential rental and then someone came into my office one day anthony and said i want to buy a house and i don't want to rent it out permanently because i want to use it once once a month myself mm. for the weekend can you help me and i looked at my team and i thought actually we can so i said yes of course we can and from there, we built every single process, you know, first on paper and then with um, technology. And, of course, as you said earlier on, the industry has changed so much um, over the those sort of 12 years or 13 years since we listed our first short-term rental. Um, we've been through 
branding changes we've been through obviously team changes um i've got two people that are still with me that were with me 13 years ago um um, which is pretty amazing um and you know i've got a good solid crew of stayers and then the ones that come and go which you know is just part and parcel of running a business um, so now here I am, 12 years down the track. Um, I've got a grandchild on the way, which is exciting for me and our family. Um, and the world keeps and the world keeps moving on, doesn't it? It does. It does, and it's amazing yeah. how much how much you've you've covered over that over that career and and been so driven to to do that and make those those uh, like there are a few people that sell their business successfully. And very few that will do it three times as you've, you know, uh, as you've done it um, yep. and and build and what's more, keep going on to building new businesses all the time. Where where does that drive come from? And what was your, what did your, what did your dad do? What was his business? He was in the car industry for most of his adult life. But the drive, I don't know, it's innate and I sometimes think about that question, Anthony, why do I continue to need to find new challenges and keep myself entertained? Um, and, you know, there's this little um, monkey on the shoulder that says to me, just like, give it up, <laughs> like <laughs> semi-retire, do lunch with the girls, um, <laughs> sell out and do nothing for a while. And I can never quite do it. I've tried a few times. Um, and I've lasted, I have never got to the point where I've actually done it. You know, I've tried to do it, but I've never done it. Um, so I think it comes from wanting to be independent um, and wanting to not be reliant on anybody or, you know, for what I want and having, you know, I have expensive taste, so I have to keep working because I like <laughs> nice things and I like to live in a nice house and that's kept me motivated and I also I, you know it's also really important to me to set my family up for a future that is as easy as possible mm. and whilst whilst you know I don't run myself into the ground anymore um, but I still work hard but I want intergenerational wealth is probably my goal now it was to provide myself with what I want but you know I was saying to someone yesterday I had some dinner with some friends and I said you know I probably got to the point in my life where I can if I want something I can have it you know I'm not I'm not buying an airplane or a helicopter but if I want to go to Europe like I just did and I want to fly business class I can so now I'm at a point where okay why do I why am I still doing this when if I sold my business, I could pretty much retire. I think I'd be bored, number one. That's probably number two. Number one is I want to create intergenerational wealth. And, you know, I don't want to spend the kids' inheritance. You know, like I say to my dad, spend the kids' inheritance, but I don't want to do that. So, and I'd be bored. But then, you know, I, I've just gone one year over the big 50 um and you know at some point there has to come a time when I you know just start to think about not 
working so hard and maybe having a grandchild will make that change for me because I'd yeah. like to be there they come home from school they come to I'm going to be called Gigi I hope um although I guess he'll decide we're having a little boy he'll decide what he wants to call me but I've, I've said to my daughter I'll poke him in the eye if he doesn't call me Gigi because there's no way I'm a grandma or a nana <laughs> <laughs> is it funny then these, na these so names we've my kids are a long way from uh, from having uh, having children, but uh, we've had those discussions. What are you going to get called? Uh, no one. I haven't settled yet. I'm, I'm way too old to be, yeah. way too young, I should say, to be called grandpa. And I think that's because uh, you know, also yeah, when you that's think what about I your own. Too. You know, you think about that's your own um, grandparents. Like, <laughs> it's not I thought my grandparents were so old, didn't you? Ah, oh, look, my grandparents were so old, and now and, I'm like offended if this little. Little bugger tells me that I'm old. I'm just going to be like, no, I'm not. It's funny, isn't it? We just have that whole different sense of of, of age as we as we grow up. Um, you know, it just it, it you, you don't think, old. yeah, you don't, you know, you kind of um, you remember, you know, landmark birthdays for your parents, and you think, oh well, that's a long way off, and suddenly you're there and they're at the next the next landmark. So yes, it's um, it, I think those things um. Do, do have a huge impact on us. And I think, you know, definitely, I mean, having a grandchild coming into your life is going to um, naturally make you want to give up some time. And I think that's the critical part is, uh, particularly as, you know, a serial entrepreneur, as if that's the best term for you, is that, is that uh, you know, there's a point where bringing other people in to try and run more of the business so you can have those opportunities. I think that's the key, isn't it, to be able to, know that on any given day if the if you're called on for for um for duties with the grandchild then you want to be able to be there you don't want to be you do, you don't want to be out have to say no and i think that's and it's, um, and it's been the decision's been made for me and absolutely. How, you know that's that's lovely that's a lovely um thing to think of because making the decision yourself is probably you know it would have delayed it so it's been made for me and that's that's my, my plan is to work out how to exactly make that happen anthony that and, that work -life and balance thing that whole sense of purpose that um that drives you and and you know you talked about intergenerational wealth and and family obviously is critically important to you as well and and i think it's it's really interesting because i speak to so many business uh business owners and leaders and they're not they're not as many that are in touch with their purpose as you would think and a lot of them have just found their you know they've naturally gone across to where they are and they're doing their job and they're you know they're making some money along the way but they're not as driven and i, I think what's really interesting is is as you said you had many opportunities that you could have walked away and and walked away comfortably um i i should add and yet keep coming back for more and and even as you talked about um earlier you know now you're really building another business on top of it around the the training area because i think that's um the other thing to to point out to uh to listeners is that your business has become so successful that you're a go-to person for other people in similar areas that are coming and asking for your advice hence the training business right yeah, that's right. And you know what? Further to that, Anthony, and I don't know whether you and I really spoke about it, but it's morphed. The training and coaching business has morphed into 
something else that I'm really passionate about, which is health and wellness and mindfulness in business. Because if when I reflect on my business and my career as an entrepreneur and a woman and a mother and a business person, I mean, I don't think that I'm any different from any bloke really, but I think that, and I look around me, you know, it, the focus needs to be on our team and their wellness and their mindfulness in order to get the best out of them. So the training business, um, yes, it's going to, part of it is going to focus on helping short-term rental managers be more productive, more profitable and have more fun, but we're also building training programs all online to help business owners and entrepreneurs help their team to be well and focused on health and themselves and the business in order to create a well business because mm. I think businesses are sick as well um, and unhealthy because their teams are sick and unhealthy and not mindful and not focused on themselves. So it's sort of morphed into, so we have the business called Holiday Rental Experts, but we're also creating a business called um, Your Well Business, which is helping your business be well through your team and being well. So I don't think I told you that. So. No, no. And I, 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 I love that and the mind's ticking over because one of the interesting things, are, you know, over the last few years is obviously the world's undergone huge changes and, and businesses have changed. And this balance between work, working at, in the office and working at home has been discussed a lot. I've heard it put the theory is that it's a, a three-two split is the ideal, that three days in the office, two days at home. It's an ideal split. Um, what's really interesting as well, and this has come from a personal experience where taking yourself out of what is the norm, um, whether it is at home or in the office, has a huge impact on you. And mm. I know personally, and, and and you know that I've done this, that I have um, uh, moved out of Sydney and spending yes. half of my time on the central coast where we have a have a house now. And, um, you know, I'm, here I am talking to you and I look out the window at this beautiful bush and greenery and I know that I am a completely different person here to what I am in Sydney and taking that mindset out into those different areas just is is huge and i think there's there is a, an opportunity as well mixing the two businesses that you've got because i can see plenty of people and plenty of businesses where this idea of why don't you go and spend one or two days or five days you know once a month once a quarter whatever it is and go and work somewhere different because mm -hmm. even if we're working at home, there is still you create a space, you fall into a routine. It's not the same as being able to actually take yourself out and be in a completely different environment. And, and, you know and that mental health is overly expensive to stay no. to, at a, a holiday rental, short-term rental somewhere 
away from where you are and or where you live or where you work and people are doing it. I do it in Europe. I go, you know, in October I'm going to a conference in um, the biggest short-term rental conference, managers conference in the world. It's um, in Orlando in Florida and there'll be perhaps 3,000 short-term rental managers there. And then there's another conference, which is the women's conference six weeks later. And I'm like, oh, do I fly to America, stay a week, to 10 days, fly home for three weeks and then go back for another 10 days? I'm terrible. I get terrible jet lag and I hate flying, so I don't do well. And then I thought, you know what? No, I'm not going to do that. Um, even though I'm going to be a grandma, um, I'm going to go for seven weeks and I'm going to rent an apartment in Miami, which I love. And I'm going to work from Miami for three or four weeks because I can, right? And I encourage, you know, people to step out of their comfort zone and have faith in the fact that their team are disciplined because they are passionate about the business that they work at and free people up to do this. And if they do, then I think that longevity of the team um, and the ability for businesses to be able to successfully grow will improve because the team members will have been given the opportunity to do something regularly that is exciting and motivating and, you know, maybe even put a, you know, a title on it, which is a, you know, you know rejuvenate, refresh and come back feeling, you know, recharged. Because mm. it does that. It does that to me. You know, I get the time to go away and actually think when there's not people talking to me all day, every day. Taking the time to um, do something different and in a different place can just add huge amounts of, of value to it. I know um, last week uh, I had to knock off some videos that I needed to record and um, I actually blocked out a couple of hours in the day, stood in the garden with my tripod and recorded a whole bunch of videos. And it was fantastic because it was just there I was outside in this beautiful area enjoying what is what is my garden and um, still getting some still getting some work done, but being, completely out of where, you know, I spent the rest of the week in Sydney, which is kind of trapped in in an office. It's not a terrible office. There's nothing wrong with it. It's not, um, but it is, you feel kind of trapped in there. And um, being able to remove yourself is just makes a huge difference. So I think this is a such a, you know, there's going to, this business I can see is going to take off for you as well. Just, you know, just so you've got, just so you're not busy at all, just to have two businesses that are, that are going gangbusters. That's just what. You know what the best part of it is, and this is great for um, entrepreneurs and the like, is that we're doing the training differently from everybody else on a subscription-based pro program. So you, we've got a, like, I think there's, we've built like 80 training programs and every six months you buy, you choose the 20 that, or the 30 that you want to be available to your team and then they're just available for the six months and then the next six months you choose another um, 20 or 30 programs that you want to be available so people can um, pick and mix the training that they want for their team and not have to pay for it all up front, which can be very expensive. 
Absolutely. What what a, what a great idea. I think we, we could talk for we could talk for hours. Um and we probably better need to <laughs> to wrap up the, the podcast. And I'm sure I'll have you back again. But I'm I'm just um um you know I, I think that the the businesses that you've got, it's such a it's such an interesting journey how you've you've gone along the way. And I love the fact that you've been dealing with people all, all along, you know, even even when it was back in the telemarketing days, it was a people yeah. focused cars is people focused real estate is people focused you know you've got a, you've got these new two businesses or one that's been around for a little while and the new one that are both also very much about people focus and and um i i love the fact that that's um been such a great focus for you and it's a focus for you personally in 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 with the family as well so it, it does all come together beautifully and and um i know as well that we've got um we'll have information about how to get in touch with you um, uh, alongside the show notes of the uh, of the podcast, and I know you've got a book as well that's uh, in the mix there that I've uh, been lucky mm-hmm. enough to read an advanced copy of. So, uh, which is <laughs> yeah. fantastic. Uh, and the and- second one that's just come out as well, Anthony, that I've been a co-author in. So, again, in the short term rental um, realm. So we can we can make those um, links in Amazon available to people if they'd like to read about short term rentals and thinking about getting involved or just interested. That's fantastic, and I think for people listening in, certainly if you need someone to give you some advice on how to do it, how to do it successfully, and whether you decide to do it yourself or whether you uh, ask for Rebecca to take it on board. The books of you know certainly the book that I've read is fantastic and it's a really great guide for for people to understand how it can be done and be done simply by someone who's done it for many 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 people over a long period of time. So, yeah. um, congratulations on all of the business on the forthcoming grandchild. So much going on for you, but uh, thank you so much for being a great guest on Bizbytes. My pleasure, Anthony. Thank you so much for hosting me. BizBytes is brought to you by Com Together for all your marketing needs so you can build your brand, engage audiences on multiple platforms. Go to comtogether.com.au, follow the links to book an appointment for a free consultation.